Welcome back to another episode on gut health. We're going to talk about how to fix our gut health using the principles and rules specified in Ayurveda, a 5,000-year-old traditional science that focuses on prevention rather than cure. And of course, we're going to validate it with modern science and make sure that it's a fair balance between traditions and modern rituals. Let's talk about how we can make these rituals part of our daily life. Hi, I'm Dr. Dimple Jangda. I'm your podcast host and I welcome you to A Gut Story. This is a podcast, a platform where we're going to discuss healthy everything. A healthy body, healthy mind, healthy emotion, healthy energetics and a healthy spiritual journey. And we're also going to learn from several natural sciences like Ayurveda, naturopathy, homeopathy, yoga on how to reset our body back to good health and bring ourselves back closer to nature. Welcome to A Gut Story with yours truly, Dr. Dimple. No matter how well we eat and how clean we eat, our intestines are not able to fully absorb and assimilate the nutrients because we're overloading the intestines quite often. And quite often, the undigested food is getting pushed into the intestines. Now, how do we know if the food is getting fully digested or not? We follow a simple technique in Ayurveda called the food pyramid. 90 to 95% of the diet is plant-based and barely 5 to 10% is animal-based products, primarily milk, yogurt, buttermilk, cottage cheese or other forms of cheese and clarified butter. People living in the blue zone consume a 90% plant-based diet. Barely 5-10% to of the diet comes from animal-based products. The food pyramid talks about what proportion of foods to consume and why. 50% of your diet at any point in time must come from fruits and vegetables. Fresh fruits and well-cooked vegetables are a great source of nutrients, vitamins and minerals and helps in preventing deficiencies and thus diseases in your body. By simply adopting a plant-based diet for some time, you can reverse all deficiencies in your body and thus help the body reverse diseases. Your body is a magical piece of nature. It knows how to fix itself. It knows how to survive. And what you need to do is simply support the process and not abuse the intelligence or interrupt the intelligence. The intuitive intelligence that we have inside of our body is like a manual that teaches us how to take care of this piece of nature, which is simply made of earth, water, fire, air and space. We come from nature. We go back to nature. Our body is magical in terms of creating new life. Our body is magical in terms of sustaining life and also healing itself and reversing diseases. When you consume a diet that is dominant in fruits and vegetables, you're consuming foods that are high in prana. Prana means source of life. Fruits and vegetables support life, which is also the reason why you'll find a lot of insects, little bugs and butterflies fluttering towards fruits and vegetables rather than towards meat. Because fruits and vegetables are alive with active microbial enzymes that help in investing in your gut bacteria. When we consume raw fruits or stewed fruits, we're allowing these active microbial enzymes to enter our gut and flourish the gut flora. And remember, at any point in time, a healthy adult has 1 kilogram of bacteria, 85% good bacteria and 15% bad bacteria is a healthy ratio. By eating fruits and vegetables, you're investing in the good bacteria. And the bacteria in your gut, by the way, impacts your mental and emotional health directly. It's a proven modern scientific fact that fruits and vegetables can be had in different forms. 
For those who have a healthy digestion, they can consume raw fruits. They can also consume raw vegetables to a certain extent, like carrots and beetroots, cucumber, corn and tomatoes. But some people cannot consume raw vegetables because it leads to bloating, indigestion, flatulence and gases quite easily. In that case, I recommend steaming your vegetables, cooking your vegetables with mild spices and salt. In fact, in Ayurveda, we recommend that all your foods must be cooked to aid the digestion process and to make it easy for the digestive fire in your stomach to absorb the nutrients. Fruits can be had raw, but if you tend to get burps or bloating, you can also stew your fruits. You simply have to peel the skin of fruits like apples, peaches and pears, stew it with a little water and add some warm spices like cinnamon, clove, cardamom or black pepper to aid the digestion process outside of your body. When the food is half digested outside your body, you're simply aiding the digestion process in your stomach and thus accelerating the absorption and assimilation of nutrients. Coming to the cause of vegetables, they can be steamed, they can be well cooked and blanched, especially when it comes to leafy green vegetables. They contain bacteria on the surface and a lot of insecticides, pesticides and other material on the surface, which can be toxic for your body. Of course, we wash our vegetables really well, but the fact remains that our body cannot fully absorb nutrients from leafy green vegetables. Unlike cows, we only have one stomach. Cows have two stomachs that aids the digestion of leafy greens. Leafy greens, especially like kale and baby spinach, are not easy to digest and quite often they cause a bloat. You can blanch these vegetables in hot water and convert them into a curry or a paste or make it into a soup to be able to gain nutrition. Now the argument is that, oh, if I cook my food, I lose some nutrients. But it's better to lose some nutrients than not to be able to digest the food at all because if you can't digest the food, it's of no use to your system. Which is why Ayurveda stresses on cooking all your foods. 30% of your diet can now come from grains, legumes, lentils, nuts and seeds. The amount of prana, which is source of life, is slightly lesser in grains compared to fruits and vegetables that are brimming with life. Which is also the reason why fruits and vegetables have a shorter shelf life because they're loaded with active microbial enzymes that aid the digestion process. And if you don't consume the fruits and vegetables within a certain number of days, they end up decomposing. Grains, legumes, lentils, nuts and seeds have a longer shelf life. They have a thick outer layer given by nature which is a natural packaging. Which is why when we consume grains, legumes, lentils, nuts and seeds that are harder foods, we pre-soak them. Soaking them allows us to break down the complex outer layer which is not easy for our body to break down or digest. When you soak grains and especially lentils for at least 4 hours, you're making it softer and you're aiding the cooking process as well. Make sure to cook your grains with a lot of vegetables to aid the digestion process. Quite often require the help of vegetables to be able to move downwards from the stomach to the intestines. Your small intestine is approximately 22 feet long and your large intestine is approximately 6 feet long. That's almost 28 feet of the intestines that the food has to pass before it makes it to the colon. And before it gets fully absorbed and assimilated and converted into nutrients and energy for the body. So when you're cooking your grains and lentils, make sure to not just add vegetables, but also some warm, heaty spices. Now these spices stimulate the metabolic fire in the food and in your system. There's cinnamon, cardamom, clove, grated ginger, 
pepper, star anise. These are heaty spices. We also have some carminative spices like cumin seeds, fennel seeds, coriander seeds, and some carom seeds, which also helps in deworming the body and preventing parasitical growth in our intestines. You can make sure that 20% of your diet comes from spices, herbs, condiments, salts, cooking oil, and even clarified butter and ghee. When it comes to cooking oils, switch from refined oils to cold press oils. Refined oils, unfortunately, are made in a machine, which is very unnatural way of cooking. Refined also means so fine, so tiny, that they can cause holes in your gut, triggering what is called a leaky gut syndrome. This also triggers what is called food intolerances in our body. Because our gut has become so weak, it starts reacting to any kind of complex foods that we're consuming, for example, dairy or wheat, which is also the reason why we're now becoming lactose intolerant and gluten intolerant more frequently than our ancestors. Of course, some of the seeds are genetically modified, which our ancestors did not consume. That's also one of the reasons why we're reacting to these foods. And dairy, unfortunately, now comes from factories rather than from farms. Animals are kept in factories, they are injected with hormones and estrogen, they're forced to give birth every year, the uterus is ruptured and becomes cancerous, and these cows are attached to machines to maximize the amount of milk that is pulled out of them. Quite often, out of distress and out of cortisol levels rising in their body, they end up releasing pus and blood into the milk, which makes it very difficult for the human body to digest. So stay away from foods that are produced or manufactured with cruelty which includes meat, seafood, and eggs. Now, it's not possible for all of us to become vegetarians or vegans, but remember that meat, seafood, and eggs are called dead foods in Ayurveda. When it comes to meat, seafood, and eggs, Ayurveda does not recommend having excess of it because it's very difficult to digest. They're also low in prana, which is called source of life. Especially meat and seafood that is dead has no prana no active microbial enzymes that can aid the digestion process. In our next episode, we're going to talk about the digestion period for different food groups so you can also understand how much of these foods to consume at what point of day and also what combinations of foods to eat and avoid. Stay tuned. We're going to bring more content to you in our next episode. Hey guys, if you like this episode, don't forget to leave a comment below so we can learn how to improve ourselves. Like, subscribe and definitely share this with your loved ones, your friends, family and relatives so you can become an influencer of good health in their lives. Until my next episode, here's wishing you unconditional happiness, love, forgiveness, kindness, empathy, compassion in everything that you do. Here's Dr. Dimple Jangra signing off.